Have you ever double-checked on your spouse? Mm, Have you ever checked their locator, like the locations on their phone, to see where they're at? And then later ask them about it and see if they tell you the truth. Maybe. Oh, that's (laughs) terrible. This is uh, Gabe and Melissa Kolstad with your Marriage Monthly. And we just want to talk to you about this. Um, I just have to say, I have talked to three different ladies this month about the topic of doubting their spouse, Mm. the motives, what they're up to, what their spouse is doing, um, little things that are sneaky. And I was like, wow, I think we need to have a conversation about this topic. Yeah, doubt is a big deal. It's a big deal. And it's terrible. So, yeah, we're going to talk about this and recognize when the doubt is justified and when it's not. And yeah, uh, yeah, we need to chat about this. So let's talk. Okay. Well, we want to look at a biblical couple just kind of as an example of, in a way, what not to do. This is Isaac and Rebecca uh, from the Old Testament of the Bible. And if you think about, you know, marriage is not new. It was invented long, long ago, and lots of people have been through marriage or dating relationships, and and so it's not that odd that there'd be doubt in a relationship. So one, let's relieve some pressure for you. If you're feeling some doubt, it's very normal. Uh, lots of people have gone through it, and we, there's some things we can learn about it. We learned from the Old Testament of the Bible from Isaac and Rebecca. They had some sort of dishonesty happening in their relationship. Yeah. Kind of dishonesty. Yeah, it was exactly. terrible. <laughs> so I'm going to read you some verses, explain some stuff, and then we're going to unpack, like, yeah. well, how do you address this if you do have doubt in your relationship? In Genesis chapter 27, we see that it says, but Rebecca overheard what Isaac had said to his son Esau. That was Esau was the oldest, and uh, Isaac was trying to bless Esau, and says, so when Esau left to hunt for the wild game, he was supposed to go out and get some wild game, she said to her son Jacob, the other brother, listen, yeah, the younger brother, listen, I overheard your father say to Esau, bring me some wild game and prepare me a delicious meal, then I will bless you in the Lord's presence before I die. Now, my son, listen to me, do exactly as I tell you, and then she said to Jacob, the younger Mm -hmm. brother, um, hey, let's trick your father. You go find some game. You put on some some uh, animal skins on your arm because your brother's super hairy. When your <laughs> blind old father feels your arms, he's going to think it's the yeah. other brother, and then he's going to bless you. Ooh. What we had going on here was this basically um, deception plan so to try to get the younger son uh, the blessing for the family because the mom preferred the younger son. Yes. So we had favorites happening. We had deception happening. We had total mistrust happening. Oh, yeah. And, you know, it, it. if you follow the story of Isaac, Rebecca, Jacob, and Esau, there was so much pain in their family tree yeah. because of dishonesty. And so what we want to do is kind of back the train up a little bit and talk about, well, how do you address the subject of doubt in a relationship. Yeah, I feel like like when we were talking about this yesterday, I was thinking the first thing I think that has to happen is honesty. Mm-hmm. Like there has to be honesty. And that sounds super probably cliche. Of course you want to be honest in your marriage, but you wouldn't believe how dishonest people can be to get their own way for selfish reasons just because they maybe don't want to tell their spouse what's going on or who they talked to or what happened. And it's like, no, there's got to be honesty in there. So I love this verse, Proverbs 24, 26. An honest answer is like a kiss on the lips. I love that. It's special. But it's true. Now, okay, I've been really into documentaries right now. 
as you know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. So just to kind of side note, everybody, <laughs> Marriage Monthly, we're married, obviously, been married for almost, well, 27 and a half years. Yep. And um, Melissa likes TV, likes yeah. TV at night. I don't. I don't yeah. personally like TV as much at night, Yeah, but um, I support Melissa's like of well, TV at night. I just started in on these documentaries, yeah. so this is like and, and some one of a interesting stuff is coming up. I know. So This listen, one's really interesting. This one's interesting. I told him all about it. Okay, it's called The Donut King, and it's about this Cambodian guy that comes over from Cambodia in the middle of when they were having like civil war, I guess. And so it was like something like 50,000 Cambodians came to yeah. Camp Pendleton. In down San in Southern Diego, California, yeah. yeah, to um to start a new life in America, right? Yeah. So he's like, I got to get a job. So he goes to Winchell's Donuts, and he gets um, trained on how to make donuts, how to be a businessman, this kind of thing. Well, it blew up. No in a joke. Good way. Yeah. In a good way, it was great. I mean, he ended up bringing other Cambodians over and training them to start donut shops and he ended up leasing out or having a franchise of like 72 donut shops in like the 80s and stuff God, that's i mean a lot of donuts i know he wow. muscled out um dunkin donuts yeah. and and winchell's wow and so and it's something like 95 percent of camp, uh, donut shops are owned by cambodians in, in california in california wow I know. So it's like serious. But started this guy, a trend. He started a trend. Yeah. And he brought people over. He brought his people over. And yeah. he was so proud of that because he was training them and helping them find the American dream and stuff. But he went to Vegas and lost everything. He went to Vegas so many times. He would tell his wife, I'm just going to go get some supplies or I have a convention or I have somebody. And he kept lying to his wife. Mm. And he would go and drop hundreds of thousands of dollars in Vegas. He lost every single one of his donut shops and he was broke. Mm. He owed so much money. He was bankrupt. He had to go back to Cambodia. And then lo and behold, he ends up getting divorced mm -hmm. and he lost it all. Like he literally lost Well, and everything. the reason why they got divorced really was because he had an affair, right? Yeah. While they were in Cambodia. Yes. Yeah. So he was so dishonest mm -hmm. all the way along, lost his business, lost his family, and then lost his wife, yeah. everything. So it was kind of sad. But I started thinking about that when we were talking about this topic and I was like, oh, honesty is everything, mm -hmm. you guys. It is. Like honesty is no joke. Even to the littlest, tiniest thing, you cannot fib. You can't try to, you know... Uh, spare their feelings. Oh, I didn't want to tell them I guess spare their feelings. They would have been mad if they heard that I talked to this person. No, always wide open, total honesty. Um, listen, you can't have trust without truth. That's right. So I feel like you got to be truthful to build the trust, right? So how do you build trust and have truth? Well, first of all, words and actions. I mean, your words and actions, mm -hmm. they have got to match. Do what you say. Don't lie. Um, man, follow through with your boundaries and standards. Your your talk has to match your walk. So say you know what to do. A lot of times we know what to do, to be honest about something. Do that. Do the honest yeah, thing. That's good. Don't double check yourself. Don't, don't, uh, no, always do the honest thing. Um, man, does your spouse have access to your passwords? Can he or she pick up your phone or your computer at any time? And be okay with what they see in here. Ooh. That's a good check. Right? Yeah. Check yourself. Come on. So be honest. Take responsibility. No matter what, 
Don't make excuses. Always be honest. Number one. That's yeah, to be me. honest. And yes. I think you're right. There are boundaries to honesty or not boundaries, barriers to honesty. Oh, yeah, yeah. Where, you know, it's like, well, um, do I am I am I am I going to be accepted if I am honest or, right. um, you know, do I want to give up the activity that I'm hiding? Right. Uh, you know, if it's a selfish thing, do I want to give up the activity that I'm hiding or you know, whatever it is? But getting honest with people, it is the beginning of a trusting relationship and there is no relationship without trust. So, right. Cause it will blow yeah. up. Right. Yeah. I mean, like it will eventually you're hiding things. Will you will get caught Yeah, and it will blow up and you probably will lose everything, yeah. including your family. If you don't get a, ha- a handle on this, it's really important. Absolutely. I've, I've said to Melissa over the years and all my life, I've been on a short leash. Like I, like God has <laughs> me on a really short leash. I mean, I've tried many times to get away with stuff and for some reason I get caught right away <laughs> and it's probably better for me because... That's why you have so many speeding tickets when you're yeah, younger. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. So many speeding tickets. Um, but so finally, I think I'm, I'm 49. I'm finally starting to realize I'm not in that big of a hurry, you know? So most of the time now I'm more yes. aware of my speed, yes. but I got caught instantly. Yes. Uh, but, you know, uh, I think we got to be be thinking about what do I want? Because if I'm if I'm not honest, it's going to come out eventually. Yeah. And, and the person that is doubting you, mm-hmm. your spouse or whatever, you're going to have to have that tough conversation and yeah. just be like, we need to work through this. If this is going to stay intact, if our marriage is going to be strong, if we're going to work through this, we've got to have these conversations and squash the doubt. Yeah. Okay. So here's a real great tool for honesty. And that is the second thing is transparency. Absolutely. So if you want to build a doubt free relationship, uh, transparency is the way to do it because transparency in some ways comes in front of honesty. It builds a structure Mm. and a culture that honesty has to be intact. So transparency is as you know, the idea would be, I can see through something to you. Um, and so it's like, I have access, um, I don't, there's nothing you can hide. You have made yourself visible. Uh, that's transparency. And there's such safety in that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel so safe knowing yeah. that I'm, uh, you're not hiding anything from me and I can see you, you right. can see me and there's no, no blockage. Yeah. Your, your yeah. passwords example is really great <laughs> yeah, because right. <laughs> it's like, you know, do, do, does Melissa know my passwords? Yeah, she does. Yep. I have one. I'm not going to tell you what it is because no. <laughs> it's like my one trick, you know? Um, and, and it's like, yeah, she could get into my social media accounts. She could get into our bank account. She could, get, you know, all That's of the right. things because we should be sharing life, right? Because like, we're a couple. Yeah, we're, we're doing couple. life together. So why would we have secret things? That's right. Right. I mean, a lot of times I've noticed this. Some couples are opting for shared social media accounts. Yeah. And one of the reasons is transparency. Yeah. Because then it's not separated. It's I'm not advocating necessarily that we do that. It although seems I'd a little be happy controlling. It. it seems a little controlling to me, yeah. to be honest. But I see why some couples I, I, do it. I do too. I get why Absolutely. some people Especially need to do that. Especially if there's broken trust in that area. Exactly. You know, then that's, that's a yeah. great way to go. I agree. But transparency is so important. Matthew chapter 5, verse 37 says, Just say a simple yes, I will will or no I won't Jesus is talking Mm. he says anything beyond this is from the evil one you know the sleight of hand the Mm -hmm. tricks the twist of truth all that is from the evil one so anything less than total transparent honesty is from the evil one so how do you take your whole life and open the curtain to your spouse especially I'm not necessarily advocating that your curtain should be open to everyone it should be open to your spouse and where there's nothing that you're hiding. There's nothing so, they don't have access to. So you're to. saying there's no such thing as a little white lie? 
I don't think there is. Yeah, I <laughs> right. mean, like a lie is a lie, right? right? I mean, there's there's probably only black lies. Yes. <laughs> and uh, I think that's the truth. So transparency, by the way, transparency comes before intimacy. Um, because trust is at the base of all relationships. Yeah. You cannot build a relationship without trust. Right. And so the only way that you can actually build intimacy, which which most marriages are seeking as a goal, intimacy, which is different than sex, right? I mean, sex is maybe one expression of intimacy. It can include sex, Um, but yeah. But you know what real intimacy is? Is trust. Is that, 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 that like I'm entrusting my soul to my wife who knows all about me, who there's no secrets from, um, who who sees everything there is to see about me and still commits herself to me. That's that's intimacy. Um, and transparency comes before intimacy. Mm-hmm. Somebody said another way to say intimacy is into me you, you see. see. Yes. And I love that. <laughs> like I'm I'm allowing you to see into me. Yeah. It's yeah. very vulnerable. It is very vulnerable. Which a lot of people don't like oh, that. Oh, so much don't. Yeah. <laughs> I think our American culture fights against it so much. Yes. Independence. Yeah. Independence. Yeah. And I mean, just as a male, I will say, I think men really don't tend to want to reveal themselves emotionally and, and to be vulnerable in a relationship because mm-hmm. there's some pride and ego that keeps us wanting to protect our own yeah. selves. You yeah. Know? Maybe some and, fear. A fear, yeah, for sure. A fear of being found out that you're not what everybody thinks you are. Fear of maybe not appearing like the hero because every guy wants to be the hero in the story. And if you've failed or if you're hiding some, you know, horrible thing or if, um, you know, your spouse isn't pleased with you, all these things mean you're not the hero. And so now who are you? What are you? And I think there's a real vulnerability in that. Yeah. Um, but no hiding things. Um, so I was thinking about how this works with like um, the internet or computers is that you have Ooh. firewalls, right? Mm-hmm. Firewalls are designed to protect your system from being hacked from the outside. Mm-hmm. Sometimes in relationships, we have to go, look, I'm not going to put up a firewall for you. Mm-hmm. In other words, you have total access to my system, all of my information, everything that's on my hard drive, you yeah. know, you're going to be able to find and see. And I think we've got to be willing to share everything that there is to share with our spouse. Um, true access, as we've talked about, um, wow. things like calendars. You mm-hmm. know, where are you really? Um, not only where are you really, but can you share where you are so it's helpful so that I, I can know where you are? You know, access, uh, passwords, finances. As Melissa said, your phone, your computer. Um, you know, one of the things that tears a lot of marriages apart is porn. That's right. Um, or emotional affairs that happen as a, as a result of social media chats, reconnecting with past relationships, reconnecting with an ex, you know, um, getting a spam email and responding to it and being sucked into some kind of, you know, porn thing or something like that. It happens every day. Well, and if you're insecure too, mm-hmm. like for me, I get the weirdest stuff on Instagram. Like I have a private account, mm-hmm. but you have to ask to be friends with me, right? Mm-hmm. So I get these random guys that are like, hey, cutie, yeah. let's chat. Well, it's mostly me pretending if, to be other guys. <laughs> no, but think about it though. If you're not in a healthy place in your marriage, okay, look at this guy giving me yeah. some attention. Right. Let's chat then. Yeah. And it happens with guys 
in girls' well, Let's pause know? for a second to yeah. talk about that part because yeah. here's the other side to this whole coin is like, yeah, dishonesty and doubt happens in relationships. What about the other side of the coin? How are you filling the tank of your spouse so they don't have to doubt? Right. So they don't have to worry about it. You know, are they, do they feel like they're the most important person in the world? Do they, do they know, does she know she's the queen? And I would never have eyes for anybody else. You know, all those things are so important. Yeah. And I think we have to be willing to, to look at that side of the coin too. Yeah. To go, how am I filling the tank of the person that I committed my life to as well? Yeah. Yeah, all those things matter. One of the things I think about transparency is you got to have a lightning rod in your life, meaning that besides your spouse, and I do think it's beside your spouse, there's got to be somebody you could tell anything to so that when you get tempted, you could be like, you know what, I got to tell you right now, this happened. And uh, and when you communicate vulnerability to an accountability partner, what happens is the power of the enemy gets taken away. Yeah, And, you know, all of a sudden it's not a secret. It's not something you're hiding. And you can express this in a safe place. I think you've got to have that. Uh, I think when it comes to anything that you've done wrong, say it soon, confess it immediately. One of the things that we as human beings we do is we put this off and we go like, I don't want to deal with this right now, so I'm going to put it <laughs> off. And then and then it becomes a bigger and bigger monster. I remember when we had young kids, we always watched these veggie tales. Yep. And one of them was about a lie. I don't remember which one it was, but there was this episode <laughs> about a lie and the lie just kept getting bigger and bigger yeah. and bigger and bigger because, you know, but that's how lies go is because yeah. you got to cover it up. You got to say something different. You got to pretend like it didn't happen. And so all of a sudden it's like this huge thing when all it was was this little deal. If you would have just said it in the first place, it wouldn't have been so big. But it's the crack. Yeah. Is there you opened the crack and it just kept getting wider yeah. and wider and you don't know how to stop yeah. it at that point. That's right. So when you shine the light on it on darkness, it loses its power. And I think that's the thing that we got to remember. So transparency. That's great good stuff. Okay, lastly, unity. I think you have to have unity. And I love Matthew nineteen, four through six that says, Haven't you read the scriptures? Jesus replied. They record that from the beginning, God made them male and female. And he said, this explains why a man leaves his father and mother and is joined to his wife. And the two are united into one. Since they are no longer two, but one, let no one split apart what God had joined together. Mm. I love that. So good. God put them together and nobody, including you, me, should separate that unity. And sometimes we give up too soon. Yeah. I mean, there's a couple in our church that, man... They sh- they should have split up so many times <laughs> and they just kept fighting yeah. and they are so healthy right now. Such a healthy couple. You probably know who I'm talking about. And it's this beautiful union and I'm so proud of them for, yeah. for coming together. Now they are tight unit. Their family's a tight unit and that's what needs to happen. There has to be unity. When you think about Isaac and Rebecca, Rebecca there was no unity. Yeah. It was like he, she had an agenda and she was going to force her agenda and at the expense of what the tradition was, which was that the oldest, oldest. received yeah. the blessing. Mm-hmm. And she went around that and just totally deceived her husband. I mean, it was just rotten. It was just terrible. So I think the goal in unity is that we're on the same team. Hmm. We're playing the same game. Mm-hmm. Like we're together, right? And so we need to learn to work together, be united, be one. And not let other things and other people and other ideas short circuit that tightness of unity. I mean, when you have younger kids, a lot of times they will love to pit against you. Yeah. Um, Dad said I could go to so-and-so's house. I'm like, well, I said no, though. Well, but dad said <laughs> <laughs> no. But you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, 
It happens all the time. The kids love trying to squeeze oh, in there. And here's something that we've learned over time. And, you know, it's, it's a shame that you don't learn these lessons until the kids are almost grown. I know. <laughs> but whatever. But, you know, it's like when the question comes, you pause and you do not answer the question right. until you talk to your spouse. Talk to your spouse. Get on the yeah. same page first before you even answer the question. Exactly. Right? Yeah. Get on the same page. You have got to be the working team. This yeah. has got to be unified, stronger than anything else. I mean, we can't let other things destroy this. If you're doubting your spouse, let me just say, have the hard conversations, get help, go to counseling, get accountability, whatever that looks like. But you don't need to be in a relationship that you're constantly looking over your shoulder, double checking Mm -hmm. the location, that kind of stuff. God wants you to stay together. He wants you to have a strong, healthy, unified, transparent, honest relationship, right? But you have to be proactive in that kind of stuff. If there has been cracks in your relationship, I'm telling you, come together, figure it out. Don't give up. Figure it out. Work through it. You can do it. I've seen it happen so many times with couples that I thought, there's no way. And I'm just like, I'm shocked. They're healthy and happy. So don't give up, stay going, stay doing it and try to figure out where that doubt's coming from and have those hard conversations and work through it. So good, babe. Yeah. You're smart. Aw, thanks. Yeah. (laughs) Hey, thanks for joining us for another episode of Marriage Monthly. We hope that this has been helpful for you and we'd love for you to share it with your friends and family, anyone that you think might benefit from it. And we hope you'll join us again next month.